Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Greensburg. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Decatur County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Welcome back to the first day on 93 WIBC. Terry Stacy, along with producer Kylan Talley with a special guest this morning. Mm-hmm. I want to mention real quick, though, that this song you're hearing is from the soundtrack We Shall Not Die Now, a short film documentary about the Holocaust written and directed by our friend of the show, Ashton Gleckman. You can rent the documentary on Prime Video if you'd like. Yesterday was International Holocaust Remembrance Day commemorating the victims and the date when the Auschwitz concentration camp was liberated 79 years ago. You've heard or seen many news stories about how people around the world spent the day remembering, whether it was wreaths at the death wall at the camp or lighting candles. Yesterday was also declared Eva Education Day by Governor Holcomb four years ago in honor of the late Eva Corps, one of Indiana's most prominent Holocaust survivors. Here in Indianapolis, the Indiana Historical Society held an event to commemorate the day with exhibits of Eva's life, along with a screening of the documentary Eva A-0763 by also a friend of the show, Ted Green. You can watch that documentary at WFYI.org. And now our special guest for today is one of the speakers that was at the event yesterday son of Eva Kaur, Alex Kaur. Thanks for taking time to be with us, Alex. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me. I can't imagine how hard a time of year it is for you, but can you talk about how you've been sharing your mother's legacy? Obviously, um, July 2019, my my mom passed away. And, um, you know, this whole last four and a half years has been somewhat surreal. As you mentioned, uh, Governor Holcomb, in 2020, January 27, 2020, enacted Eve Education Day, and along with that, um, we had uh, some donors um, that donated some money, and every middle school and every high school in the state of Indiana was given the DVD of uh, the documentary Eva A-7063, as well as the book Surviving the Angel of Death. You know, it's been, it brings back a lot of good memories. It brings back some painful memories just knowing that my mother and actually my father is also a Holocaust survivor, that both of them have passed away in the last four and a half years. But, you know, I can't say enough good things about Governor Holcomb, his generosity in proclaiming this year after year after year. Every every December I contact his office, and every middle of January I pick up the proclamation, which I have, I have with me. And so, and uh, along with that, the Indiana Historical Society has exhibit for the last uh, almost three years and this exhibit, which includes, you know, a very uh, cleverly created exhibit that has um, a lot of memories from my past, a lot of interesting documents from my mom from the years that she uh, wasn't, you know, so highly sought after from the times when we had issues with anti-Semitism in Terre Haute, all the way to the fact that she was the uh, Grand Marshal in the 500 and <laughs> had some incredible things happen later in her life. We have an AI part of this where you can put on 
the uh, Oculus glasses, and actually, you are actually at Auschwitz with my mom talking to you. If you turn your head in the room, you turn your head at Auschwitz, and if you want a different part of Auschwitz, my mom will tell you about something different. And then the USC Show Foundation, in combination with Candles Holocaust Museum, also donated the Dimensions of Testimony, which is essentially a hologram. And for me, being the son, I could talk to my mom anytime I want to, even though she passed away in July of 2019. And I think for, for really anybody, I, I can't tell you how many times people approach me and say, oh, we were at the Indiana Historical Society. We talked to your mom yesterday. You know, it's, it's, it's an unbelievable experience for me, knowing from where we came from in Terre Haute, the troubles we had, to now, you know, having this opportunity. And I think what's more important than ever now, especially with what's happened in the world, is that it gives people an opportunity to see what happened 79 years ago. And the whole idea is hopefully it will not repeat itself. And, and unfortunately, hate is on the increase. Anti-Semitism is on the increase. And at least from my perspective, it gives me, the son of two Holocaust survivors, um, a, a portal, an opportunity to at least teach the next generation. On Thursday, I gave a speech at the Indiana State House, basically trying to encourage other second generation, third, fourth generation to tell their story of their, their relatives, their grandfathers, their great grandfathers, mothers, because I think, unfortunately, with each and every year, there are less and less Holocaust survivors, and sometimes uh, revisionist history tends to uh, change numbers and change facts. And I think for me in particular, this, 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 this annual commemoration calls attention to the fact that we need to remember the past. Absolutely. This is Alex Kaur, Eva Kaur's son. And on so many occasions, I got to see your mother speak. I had the opportunity to interview her several times. And one of my favorites in my 35 years at WIBC, I'll never forget her, as when watching her speak to children and to adults and totally captivated by what she was saying and speaking to them about. The message is timeless. And I think it's about forgiveness and how she was able to do that. And I know that was a very hard time probably for her when she did that because of the backlash from some other Holocaust survivors and, and others who said, how can you forgive? But she did. And it still, to this day, resonates with these children when she had that opportunity to speak before them. Uh, kids of all ages um, hung on her every word. She then went back to Auschwitz uh, year after year and led these tours. And that's actually, she passed away at, at, at there with you by her side, I'm told. And yes. I thought it was so interesting that she said that that is where she felt the most alive was when she was at Auschwitz giving those tours. Yeah, uh, there were more times than I can count that a week before we were supposed to travel, she wasn't feeling good. Her, she didn't have a lot of energy. Her knee was bothering her. hip was bothering her. And then we land in Krakow, and all of a sudden, she's just a bundle of joy and energy. Yeah. And I said, Mom, I thought a week ago, no, I'm feeling good. I slept well on the plane. And she would go a week with this incredible um, ability to uh, just um, engage with people, talk. You mentioned forgiveness. I mean, this was a, a part of her life. It wasn't the end-all, be-all, but it definitely, in my mind, her her decision to forgive was a way for her to heal in 1995, and I think really it probably extended her life another 20, almost 20-some 20 years. And mm -hmm. so I think for me as a son, 
you know, I, I get this question a lot, a lot, you know, what, what about forgiveness? And I think, you know, it's not for everybody and it's not everybody's path to healing. It's one option to heal. Uh, my father, as I mentioned, was not, um, was also a survivor, a four year survivor. And he late in life decided to forgive. We would have arguments at the dinner table about forgiveness. And then the other thing you mentioned about children, yeah, my mom had this incredible innate ability to speak to kids. And one of the examples I always talk about is once this 10-year-old boy was uh, at the museum with a couple of his classmates, and he said, Mrs. Core, how did you learn? Who taught you how to survive Auschwitz? So my mom was always a quick thinker, and she stood up and got in his face, and he took a couple steps back. She said, why would you take a step back? Well, you got too close to me. That's how I survived Auschwitz, meaning it was just a knee-jerk response. She did everything by instinct. And, you know, I think for a 10-year-old kid, this was an important lesson without becoming in any way graphic. Or, and I think that 10-year-old kid is probably in his 20s or 30s now really understood that, you know, it was not something she learned. It was just trying to get day by day to survive another day, as my mom would say. Wow. Before we let you go, I do want to mention this because I do think this is why her her message still has to be, as you're doing, this message needs to continue because there was a 2020, um, uh, I guess it would be a survey of the U.S. Millennial Holocaust Knowledge and Awareness Survey, first ever 50-state survey on Holocaust knowledge among millennials and Gen Z. And there is a clear lack of awareness of key historical facts, including that 11% still think Jews caused the Holocaust. 35% did not know what Auschwitz was. Uh, 46% can't name a camp or death camp or ghetto. Um, 52% have seen Holocaust denial or distortion on social media or elsewhere online. And, but the good news is 83% believe import, it's incredibly important to continue teaching about the Holocaust. No, there's absolutely no doubt that education, it may not defeat anti-Semitism, it may not combat anti-Semitism, but for kids, and particularly the younger, the better, to have some knowledge of the past. And I will just take one second here. On April the 13th in Terre Haute, we're having Echoes and Reflections. The Anti-Defamation League is going to have uh, a symposium to teach teachers how to teach the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. You can get more information if you contact Candles Holocaust Museum. But it's Saturday, April the 13th in Terre Haute, and we have a uh, person from the Anti-Defamation League coming basically to teach teachers how to teach the Holocaust. That's awesome. That's great. So the mission continues. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Um, yep. Fantastic. Alex, thank you so much. Thank for you, Alex. To talk really about appreciate it. it. Absolutely. Thanks for doing this for us. Thank you very much. Alex Kaur, Eva Kaur's son. And the learning should continue. If you want to learn from some of the ways we had mentioned, you can go to the Indiana Historical Society and see their exhibit, Eva Kaur, From Auschwitz to Indiana. That exhibit is included with your admission, and you can get free parking with paid admission. You can also watch those documentaries by Indiana filmmakers, Eva A-7063 on WFYI.org, or you can go rent We Shall Not Die Now on Amazon Prime. Or you can visit the Candles Holocaust Museum in Terre Haute.